I just lost the deal last night, Jerry, because he's like, hey, I, I really want 85. I come back. I'm like, hey, my office is really pushing this number. You know, we can come to 82. He's like, all right, I'll do it. And I had my uh, assistant send out DigiSign for contract. Mm -hmm. Didn't come back. This literally was last night. Didn't come back last night. Called the guy this morning. And he says, oh, I signed with somebody else. He basically used my number to get somebody else up to 85. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a really hard lesson to learn. You know, people will use your number to shop somebody else. So then what they did is they went back and they said, hey, I got somebody else at this number. Can you beat it? So like you never want to send your contract over if you're not also going to be talking about it, going over it and signing it. Because I was doing that too. I was sending contracts and I'd be like, what the heck? They said, yes, I send over my contract. Now they ghost me. Well, now it's because they're shopping me with that contract. So you've actually had said, okay, hey, we agree on this. I'm going to digi-sign it to you right now mm -hmm. on the phone with you, click through it and get it signed back to me. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so a couple of things is I never call it a contract. I call it an agreement and I never say sign. I say approve. So, hey, I'm going to send you over everything we just talked about. It's an agreement that's going to come into your inbox. Can you pull that up right now? Let's go through this. I want to just make sure everything's clear for you. You want to make sure that they're comfortable with all the terms because the last thing you want to do is is have them sign something and then they weren't really sure about when the closing is or you know all the things. So you really do not want to hang up if you can until you have that. If that's not viable, then you want to have someone at their house like immediately too because the next best thing is going to be face-to-face. A, a one call close is probably the pinnacle of this business. Next would be face to face because I can walk out with a contract if I'm belly to belly, face to face, almost every time, you know, assuming that I pre sold it on the phone, like, you know, yep. we were right there or we're in the ballpark on price. This one, the guy used, uh, got to review it with my wife, excuse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you may have been a shop it position the whole time. So you just got to be thinking through that a little bit. Am I being shopped to somebody else they actually like better? And so oftentimes if I feel that, then like, hey, you know what? Since you're not in front of your email right now, or, you know, like they're giving you resistance, would it be okay if we stop by? We can be over there in an hour. We'll finish up everything we've talked about. And they could shop you in that hour. But my point is, is like, if you can get in front of them, that's your opportunity to win them over. Now, a couple of things too, always assume that they're talking to other people. So I'll say to them, I'll say, hey, you know what? You're probably talking to some other buyers. I would too, if I were you. That's really smart. Why would you not? Whether you go with me or somebody else, I want you to have a good experience. And so there's a couple things that I would recommend you look out for, whether you choose me or somebody else. And then what I do is I use terms of a contract to throw all of my competition under the bus. And I can destroy every other wholesaler out there in terms. And when I say terms, I don't mean creative terms. I mean terms of the contract. Meaning, are those other buyers, are they actually showing you proof that they have the cash? Are they actually giving you earnest money? Oh, no, they have zero earnest money. Oh, okay. Do they have contingencies in their contract? Well, what are contingencies? Oh, contingencies mean that they can back out at any time. And so then what am I doing? I'm basically building up my legitimacy because what I'll do is I'll say, look, we actually have the means to buy the property. I actually will give you earnest money that if I default on the contract, you get to keep that. Like I coach them and teach them on what a legit buyer actually looks like. Now, by doing so, now it throws in the question, whoever else they're talking to, because let's face it, 
Most other wholesalers have loosey-goosey terms. They want all the way out of a contract. They're not actually really committed. And they'll overpay with really loose commitments, knowing that if they can't find a buyer, they'll just back out. And I know that. That's the shady side of our business. I, I love it. I literally used this exact scenario last week on a house I bought. The guy, I had gone back and forth with him. He says, hey, I got somebody that's coming over that's going to sign at 170. I said, hey, yeah, that, that's great. I said, a couple things to ask. See if they'll put up non-refundable earnest money. If they won't, then I'd be very leery of that. Have them come look at the property. After they look at the property, then you can sign a contract and do non-refundable earnest money. And he called me back. He said, oh, the guy was full of it. He came out and then, and then he was at 150. I took your advice. I ended up getting the contract at 145. Yeah. I signed it at 175. Oh. Yeah. And so that oh. exact scenario literally <sighs> week about what you what you just did. That strategy, it's makes it more challenging for newbies because newbies can't really do all of that. So if you can't, you can't, right? Like if you're listening to this right now and you're like, well, Jerry, you know, I don't have earnest money to throw out there and I don't have all these things. I'm new. Well, okay. It's okay. Own it. I was in that place too at one point. Just know what you're up against. But the players in the industry, if you want to be a player in the industry, go. don't go in there with all the loosey-goosey stuff. Go in there and say, look, I'll put $5,000 in escrow right now. Are the other offers you're looking at, are they willing to do that? Well, if they're not, then they're, maybe they're not real buyers or maybe they're not real committed to the price they're telling you. I am. I'm committed to it. Now, you have to be committed to it, right? Like if you don't feel good about the number, then don't go doing that or you put your earnest money at jeopardy. But I'll talk to them. I'll say, look, contingencies are great to prevent me from committing to something that I don't really have all the answers to. But hey, we'll come out to the property. We'll walk it with you. And as long as everything is what you say it is, then I'll waive contingencies. That means if I default on the contract, you keep my $5,000. Does, doesn't that feel good to know that your buyer is super serious? If you don't go with me, great. If you go for a higher price, I get it. You should. You should make as much money as you can. Like I tell them, take those other offers. Just make sure that they're legit because otherwise you'll be calling me back in 30 days when they fall through. And I don't know if I'll be in the same position I am today. I've got $145,000 to spend today. I may not have it next month if you call me back. I literally did that exact thing and the guy called me that same afternoon I got the contract that yeah. night. That's how you compete, right? You're a competitor. It's legit hunting. You're safari hunting right now with every single time you do. And you spend money on marketing if you have confidence in what you're doing and it's the right situation. So it's got to be the right situation. That's why I don't just do low cash offers. We'll also do creative. We'll also do novation and we'll also do listings for people. Like what is your need, seller? What's the best thing for you? And I'd like to try to be the solution for you, whatever it is. Sometimes it's cash and convenience, close quickly, and that's going to be that low cash offer. Sometimes it's, you know, anything else. So you're, here's the thing. You're like, you're on the phone. You know, we're in the ballpark. I know they're probably talking to other people. What do I have to do to secure this contract right now on the phone or get someone in front of that seller as fast as I possibly can because like Nick said, time is money. Every minute that goes by is an opportunity for someone else to come in and offer that seller more money and, and beat you to the contract. I lost that deal last night, but that deal was in, is in Kansas City. I'm in Phoenix, so I couldn't get there in an hour to sign it with them. Yeah, so this is another thing too where I've always been a real proponent of virtual wholesale. I started virtually wholesaling back in 2013. It's been amazing in one regard. It's more scalable, facilitates lifestyle because you don't have to be there. 
I've since though in the in recent you know year or so with a lot of my wholesale partners, I'm going backwards to a backyard market. And, and what I mean by that is you don't personally have to be going on appointment, but I want a model that goes on appointment. And the reason why is because right now in, in 2023, going into 2024 and the foreseeable future, the thing that's leveled the playing field is data, meaning everybody has access to the same data. Like data, no longer there's no longer really a paywall for data. It's inexpensive. I'm now giving it for free with PropWire, my new software. It's free, like not even a monthly subscription. Information is free. YouTube, everything you need to be successful from data to, to strategy to technique, everybody has it. There's no uniqueness in it. The uniqueness now is in your ability to execute. That's what separates you now from the masses, not information, not data, but execution. So if you want to win in this game, how can you execute at a higher level? And it's just given, it's just a fact that face-to-face, belly-to-belly will always outperform on the phone. Just will. Humans interact. It's a connection thing. And if I can connect with somebody, I can do that much better face-to-face than I ever will be able to on the phone. If I do a phone business, all my deals close on the phone, just own it and just know that the dude or girl going on appointment is going to beat me out. They're just going to beat me every time because they're going to create the relationship I can't create on the phone. That's why like, I'm really transitioning in a face-to-face appointment model where you or a top acquisitions person is going to meet this seller face-to-face. Even if I do a one call close and they sign that DocuSign, I'm still sending that person to meet that seller to solidify the connection. I got to see the property anyways. I want that seller feeling so warm and fuzzy about doing this deal. And not only are we, are they, do they need to feel warm and fuzzy about who we are, what we do from that moment to closing, we're doing lots of connection, weekly follow-ups, how you just checking in with you, letting you know where we're at with title, letting you know what's going on here. Too many times you're on to your next deal. There's no communication with that seller. They think you've disappeared and they sell to someone else out from under you when you were just like, what are you talking about? We were, we're, we're just waiting to go to closing. Why did you sell to somebody else? Every way you can to increase your relationships with sellers and your buyers is how you're going to win this game in, in the foreseeable future.